Hey, okay, so I've decided to make the least evergreen content possible. And it's called Why Is Today Like That? We're literally just gonna look at astrology for like five minutes. If I can shut up after five minutes, cool, but it might be longer. You know how it goes. Yeah, we're just gonna look at today and see why it's like that. So let's get into it. Happy Tuesday, aka Mars Day, aka Aries and Scorpio Day. <laughs> so since we're doing houses this week, oh, also, I am so excited for when I figure out how to do the ads because like I'm excited to tell you how I'm recording this is on the app for the thing. I figured out what the ad's going to be for and it's the software that I use to publish this and I actually really like it. So I'm excited to tell you about it and just know that when we finally figure that out, and by we I mean me, um, I'm going to tell you the fuck out of what's going on because I actually really love the fact that I'm doing this on my phone right now while traveling. Like that is so dope. Okay, so <laughs> that was your commercial about something you don't even know what it is yet and today is mars day okay so we're talking about houses this week and we're going to keep it simple there's two planets that mars um has a lot to do with and the houses that they you know are coordinating with to like do cool shit in our lives so mars is how we act and react it's about passion it's about action and aries I feel like I said that weird, Aries. <laughs> Aries is Mars, right? And Aries rules our first house. So the first house is kind of like also our rising sign. It's also like when you first interact with something, what is that like? It's kind of like who who are you at the party, right? So looking at your first house, looking at your rising sign, this is like, some people say it's like what people foresee about you. We can call it that. We can also say like how you first intake new information. So notice what you're passionate about. Notice how you present. Notice what information is so important to you that it's like the first thing that you talk about with a new person, right? So secondly, we're going to talk about the eighth house. So the eighth house is Scorpio. So Scorpio, you may, if you've like, googled it or if you're like hold on why do you keep talking about scorpio and mars instead of scorpio and pluto scorpio and mars is very much the traditional and scorpio and pluto is modern so mars does i still read it for both one added thing about scorpio though is it has a lot to do with like Phoenix energy for me. Like whenever I look at death and rebirth, I look at the 12th house and I look at the eighth house and the 12th house is Pisces. So we'll talk about that like later, but for the eighth house, pay attention to the care that you put into the things that you are grieving, the things that are coming to the end of a cycle and notice like resistance to change and notice the care that it takes to get through the change. And that can be literally about death. That can be just about even like 
taking a new route to work, <laughs> whatever it is, that's like a change. There's a grief of whatever there was. Right. So if we don't allow ourselves to process that grief and if we don't allow ourselves to process that change and have like that Phoenix energy, we don't get to rise from the ashes. Right. So with Mars in retrograde right now, or if you're listening to this and like wondering about what to do when Mars is in retrograde, reflecting on actions and making sure that the first thing is complete before moving on to the next thing. But yeah, I am focusing on houses today. So let me get back to that. Check out what your first house is, check out what your rising is, and then check out your eighth house. This can also be a very sexy place <laughs> because it has to do with like vices. It has to do with like fantasy. It has to do like what else could there be? And like, hand, like looking at the things that you enjoy that are kind of taboo. All right. Well, that's that. It's that time. It is time for us to talk about our girlfriend, the moon. And she's going to be making a special guest appearance. We've been reading a lot about it online. <laughs> the moon is going to be in Gemini and she is going to be loud. So we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow because that'll be when that gate really opens but let's talk about her transitioning into the Gemini of it all right now she's coming out of Taurus right and she's getting into Gemini so today may be a day where like meditating for five minutes and like especially earlier in the day meditating for five minutes and allowing ourselves to like have and if you can only do one minute if you can only do three minutes fine but what does it look like See, to have a thought without doing anything, right? So the moon can sometimes be like our subconscious. It can be our instinct. It can be more than our instinct. It's our intuition. I would say instinct is more Mars. Intuition is more moon. That's just how I feel. And when the moon has different phases, right? It has, you know, full moon, new moon, waxing, waning all that good stuff, quarter moons, and so does our emotional state. So if you can take like one minute and just notice how many emotional states you can experience in one minute without doing anything, just doing that in the morning, because here's the thing, Taurus is about like the senses, the sense, sensual, Venus is like senses and Taurus is like how we experience them in our body that's why every Taurus that you know that's like really in the energy not every Taurus because other planets kind of influence things but sometimes a quintessential Taurus has like soft pillows delicious snacks is very pretty you know like Taurus is a vibe right they're very aware of being cozy and being like fulfilled with the senses so like that is the energy that the moon take that little last moment that she's going to be hanging out in Taurus and savor it before she goes into Gemini. So Gemini has a reputation for being the devil's advocate, which again, as we've said before, the devil does not need a fucking advocate, but we do not have to be unbalanced with Gemini. <laughs> Did you hear my voice just shake? That was crazy. We don't have to be unbalanced. We don't have to be detached from emotional implications of information. We can understand that everything is information and not judge it right it doesn't mean that we don't react to it but we can also say our reaction is information and no judging our reactions 
So in this moon, noticing what information does to your senses is like a key thing for today. And there's going to be more information revealed in the next couple days. I have more to say, but I'm being called to leave it at that because the people, there's a lot of people who have a lot of air in their chart and like want to skip over the part where you have to also have a body and like feel things in your body. But like, we can't actually skip that today. So that is our key message of today. Thank you so much for being on the channel and I will see you tomorrow for our deep dive moon moment or whatever else the planets want to do. Love you. Bye.